This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now, is this the dawn of a new era, or more accurately, epoch? This week, scientists internationally have been voting to create a new geological time, this one defined by our human existence. They're dubbing it the Anthropocene, and I wanted to find out what it means for our present and also our future. Hi, Hi, Do you mind the dog? I don't mind the dog at all. Would you like a cup of tea? I'd love a cup of tea. I've come to see Professor Martin Rees at his home in Cambridge. Martin's the Astronomer Royal, he was the President of the Royal Society and he's also recently published his thoughts on the indelible fingerprint that humans are leaving on the Earth. Milk and sugar? Just milk, please. I asked Martin, as we drank our tea, for his reaction to how the Guardian newspaper opened their article this week on the Anthropocene, in which they had written, Experts say human impact on the Earth is so profound that the Holocene, which is the geological time that we're in currently, must give way to an epoch defined by nuclear tests, plastic pollution and domesticated chicken. I think what we would all agree is that humans are having a growing effect on the Earth's environment, changes of vegetation, construction in concrete and iron all over the world, and in many other ways, radioactive plutonium and things like that, left by bomb tests. And over the last hundred years in particular, humans have had a very drastic effect on the environment, an effect that would certainly leave records in the geological strata. So it would be clear to um, aliens who were to dig up the Earth's surface millions of years from now, that something rather special had happened, lasting at least a century, which deserves to be called something different from what went before. We've been in something called the Holocene. They're now calling this the Anthropocene. When would it begin, though? When would we decide we're putting a line in the sand, that's the Holocene, this is the Anthropocene? Well, of course, it's fairly arbitrary because the uh, effect of humans has been gradually growing over millennia, really, but at an accelerating rate in the last hundred years. Um, If you want to actually have a definite time, a definite strata, probably the clearest would be the uh, advent of nuclear power and nuclear bombs because there were about 200 nuclear bomb tests plus, of course, two bombs that were used in anger, and those have left a residuum of plutonium, which can be detected, uh, rather like the iridium deposit 65 million years ago, which signalled the demise of the dinosaurs when there was an asteroid impact. So there are people around on Earth, probably you included, Martin, I don't know how old you are, that can say they've actually existed in two different geological times. That's right, I was born in 1942, so I can just about say that. (laughs) Now, if we actually think about what this marks in terms of the future going forward, the path could go in one of two directions. It could be a good one or a bad one for humanity, couldn't it? So what what do you predict our alien looking at Earth in the future will see? 
Well, of course, we don't know. The uh, pessimistic view is that uh, we will, through uh, actions and lack of foresight, generate uh, environmental disasters, runaway climate change, etc., which makes the Earth a less clement place, and also we will cause extinctions, indeed a sixth extinction on the level of the earlier ones. But, of course, the hopeful view is that we will learn enough and be far-sighted enough to be able to avoid these downsides. And if that's the case, then the Anthropocene transition may uh, trigger an almost permanent change in the Earth, uh, where the Earth can survive sustainably, and, of course, humans or their descendants may extend far beyond it and perhaps may indeed gradually become cyborgs and eventually machines. We don't know. But I think this century is crucial because it's the century during which human actions and political decisions will determine whether we foreclose all those futures or whether we can go forward and our descendants will have a more varied and more exciting future with more powerful technologies and perhaps existing away from the Earth as well as on the Earth. You wrote very excitingly, and I quote, The dawn of the Anthropocene would mark a one-off transformation from a natural world to one where humans jumpstart the transition to electronic and potentially immortal entities that transcend our limitations and eventually spread their influence beyond the Earth. So you're actually saying that the future is an electronic one where humans may even play a minor role in that. I think that's possible because the development of machine intelligence is very fast and maybe by the end of a century there will be general-purpose robots and AI intelligences which do surpass human beings and whether this is good news or bad depends on whether you think these entities have consciousness and how you value human beings. So I think that even if human beings are going to uh, survive comfortably on a sustainable Earth. What's going to happen is that there will, by the end of a century, be small groups of pioneers living away from the Earth, maybe on Mars, maybe on an asteroid, maybe freely floating in space. And they, of course, if they're human, will be very ill-adapted to that environment, and they will have every incentive to use all the techniques of genetic modification and cyborgs to adapt themselves to this alien environment. And so the emergence of post-humans, a new species, will happen not on the slow timescale of Darwinian selection, but on the much faster timescale of technology. Within a few generations, their progeny could be quite different. Astronomer Royal Lord Martin Rees speaking to me at his home in Cambridge.